I need to stop drinking sparkling water. This was a terrible idea. This was a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. Oh, I'm going to have to edit out so many burps. I'll never have to hear your horrible mouth sound. No, you just get to hear it. It's just not while editing. I still, the audience has no idea how often I burp into the mic. Don't tell them now. It'll shatter their entire view of you. It's cool, laid back, not burping guy. I don't think anybody has that view. Hey everyone, welcome to Adaptive Free Viewing. My name is David and I watch too many movies. And my name is Amanda and I read too many books. We are brother and sister and this is our podcast for nerds where we talk too much about movies and the books they're based on. And today we are doing something different. Today is a special mini episode where we will be talking about our 2020 predictions for book to film slash TV adaptations. That's right. We will be placing our bets today against each other, <laughs> head to head. Thunderdome. Thunderdome. <laughs> to see who can pick Kumate. the best adaptation. Kumate. <laughs> I've actually never seen that movie, but I heard, hear so many jokes about it that I appreciate that joke. I want to chant it. <laughs> I mean, that pretty much sums up like big family meetings. That true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> but today we are going to pick the best adaptation of the year, the worst one slash the biggest flop, and the dark horse of 2020. The best two out of three at the end of this sibling head to head competition will either win two movie tickets, that's for me, or two books, which, <laughs> which is for the book nerd over here. I can already taste those books in my hands <laughs> okay i will i will get the expensive dolby theater tickets <laughs> dang it i'm gonna get some sweet hard covers no <laughs> we will also be talking about which adaptation we are most excited for no matter what kind of critical response it gets this one will be just for fun so there's three categories we are competing in and one category we are talking about because we like to it's almost like we, we do this for fun yeah <laughs> Uh, and since we are a little late to the game here, it is February. Womp womp, failure on our part. Mm-hmm. Some adaptations are off the table, like Dr. Doolittle, oh which gosh. would have been my top flop pick. <laughs> that w- It would have been like a competition to see who gets that. Yeah, we would so have had to rock, paper, scissors for that one. I can't believe people thought it was going to be good. Ugh. It never looked appealing to me. <laughs> there is no amount of money you could give me to go see Robert Downey Jr. just do a terrible yeah. Walsh accent for like yeah. three hours. Uh, or Just Mercy, which just came out with Michael B. Jordan. It's an incredible story based on a true story, so definitely go see it. Nice. It's my short plug for it. Nice. So let's dive in with our first picks. This is going to be for the best book-to-screen adaptation. We're defining this as uh, critical response reviews on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes plus the uh, audience response. So it's going to be taking yes. both into account and averaging mm-hmm. them out. So Amanda, what is your pick? Yeah, I kind of wavered back and forth on what I was going to pick for this. I ended up falling on Death of the Nile, which is another Agatha Christie um, adaptation. It is by the same people who did Murder on the Orient Express, which... I was actually not a huge fan on. I thought it was really pretty, but the pacing was kind of weird, and I thought it was bloated with a huge cast. 
This one, though, I think it's going to be much better. Uh, so this doesn't come out until the end of the year. It's by the same, uh, you know, Kenneth Branagh. Sure. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Yeah. Is Sorry, uh, directing it again. Um, and this time, Michael Green has done the screenplay, and he has done a ton of stuff that I love. He's written on a ton of TV shows I love. He's produced on a lot of shows I love. He's written the script for a lot of really good movies. So I think it's going to be a bump up. I think the script's going to be a little bit better this time. And so that's going to be my bet for the best adaptation of the year. I mean, that's a pretty safe bet. It's Agatha Christie. Yeah. It's the a murder sequel, mystery. murder mystery. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's like pretty safe, I'd say. Yeah. So I, I feel pretty confident about that one. I think it's going to be pretty good. What about you, David? Yes. So this entire segment, I actually called dibs on for one movie before we even yeah, started recording. it was very recording. rude. It was very rude because <laughs> she knew I stole the best one because I have been pumped about this movie since it was announced a couple years ago. And that is the adaptation of Dune. Now, my biggest fear for this movie is that it actually doesn't come out in 2020 because it's slated yeah. <laughs> for a late December release. So yeah, hopefully mm. it doesn't get delayed. But that's kind of interesting because my movie comes out in December, too. So it'll be going head to head with each other. Nice. Uh, mine is definitely going to crush yours because mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of reasons this is going to be awesome. One, it is directed by uh, Denis Villeneuve. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Uh, Nailed it. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Everyone mispronounces your name, and I'm going to be one of those. But he yeah. is the same director of incredible movies like Arrival and uh, Blade Runner, the recent one, which I forced Amanda to go see at the Dolby mm-hmm. Theater experience. And it was one of my favorite theater experiences I've ever had. I loved it. Did you like it? I hope you liked I it. I did. I loved it a lot. Ha. Yes. So he is one of my, he is my favorite modern director right now. So I was going to go see this no matter what. Other reasons this is going to be great. He also poached Hans Zimmer from Christopher Nolan. So there's that. You get a sick Hans Zimmer score. And also the cast is completely loaded. Okay. It has Timothy Chalamet, Jason Momoa, Zendaya, Dave Batista, Oscar Isaac. It has Stellan Skarsgård. You know it's going to be good yeah. when Skarsgård's in it. And Josh Brolin. Okay. Well, also it's Dune, which is a classic. Sandworms, so. guys. Sandworms. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. This is. I, that probably, if you wouldn't have called immediate dibs, that probably would have been my choice too. I'm still confident I'm going to win. You may win this category. I'm pretty confident I'm going to win the other two categories. So, so here are my fears, okay? One, <laughs> it is a very niche, like, movie. Like, I think Dune, the original Dune movie by David Fincher did not do well, okay? Yeah. So there's an, there is an option that there may be a big disparity between audience and critics, my second fear, and this was a real fear when I was thinking about this, the lead of the film is cast by Timothy Charlemagne, who, you know, we just reviewed him in Little Woman, yeah. and the only things yeah. I've ever seen him in are Greta Gerwig mm, films, things, where he plays yeah. an aloof dude, okay? Yeah. Which is fitting for Dune. It's, it, I'm a little scared that he doesn't have the range <laughs> for Dune, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll I like see. how you're pitching this and then immediately taking like two steps back from it. <laughs> I'll stab into yours. 
the reason why yours probably won't do well is because no one really saw Mur- Murder on the Oriental Express. I'm just going to say it. I actually, a lot. I think a lot of people went and saw it, um, but I think a lot of people were bored by it. So I do think it'll have like sequel drag on it. So there could be a chance where it won't um, bust through. So I will say there are two honorable mentions in this category that I didn't end up picking, but I do think are going to be pretty buzzy this year. Um, they are books that are being adapted into miniseries. So the first one is Little Fires Everywhere um, by Celeste Neg. I want to say her. You say her last name. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only ever seen it written. I've never heard anybody say it. But <laughs> this was a huge book. I think last year, and it's being turned into an eight episode limited series uh, on Hulu with Reese Witherspoon attached to it. And so I think she's producing it. And so I think that's going to be uh, around like the same buzz that um, Big Little Lies had. I think it'll be the same thing. Uh, and again, Nine Perfect Strangers, which is a Leanne Moriarty book, uh, is also being adapted into a miniseries. Uh, and Nicole Kidman is both in it and she's producing it. So I think mm. both those are going to be pretty buzzy this year. Um I still want to keep with – I almost picked one of them as this category, but I'm pretty positive that um, Murder on the Nile is going to do pretty good. Mm, see, bet. I mean, it has to be Dune, which I doubt oh, it will. I said it wrong. I said death, Murder on the Nile. Death on the Nile. Ah, uh, whatever. Nile. <laughs> Someone's dead, Murder. Someone died, has been dead thing. on a river. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next category, which is biggest flop, which we are basing on box office numbers. So Amanda, Mm -hmm. what is your biggest flop? So I think the biggest flop is going to be Woman in the Window. It is a book uh, written by A.J. Finn, and it came out and there was a bit of controversy around it coming out. Um, There's some... I would encourage people to go and research about it. I don't know if everything about it is true, but it's a very interesting story. And it was sold, the rights to the movie were sold almost immediately. And uh, it is starring Amy Adams, which Mm -hmm. normally I would be like, yes, I'm on board for this. But I hated this book. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was cliched and a little bit boring. There's like these twists that you can kind of see coming from a mile away. So while I think Amy Adams is going to be fantastic in it, and I understand her decision to jump on this because it seemed like it was going to be one of the best movies, I don't think the story is good enough to carry it. So I think it's going to be a big flop. Yeah, I would say this movie is kind of following the trend of trying to repeat the success of Gone Girl, which I just don't think is going to happen, guys. Like, Gone Girl was its own thing, and also directed by David Fincher. It's not going to happen. Yep. Uh, The reason why I actually originally had this on, like, uh, one of my top movies, because it seemed to have all the pieces. I knew nothing of the book, by the way. Mm -hmm. But then I started doing research into the fact that this movie's uh, final cut was actually already made and was scheduled to come out in 2019. Yes. Then audience checked it out and Disney bought Fox and then they wanted to make changes to it, which is just like the well, classic audience, formula for yeah, bad they, things happening. Exactly. And they made changes to it also because the first 
uh, critical response was the audience didn't understand the plot, which yeah. is a huge red flag. So I think it's going to be a huge bust. That's a pretty good bet, honestly. That's a very good yeah. bet. What about you? Now, here's the thing. There are so many good choices for this category. Okay, okay? you have three things here in the notes. You have to pick one, my dude. Which one so is it going to be? Let me, let me go through like my three of them and tell you like a little bit why I thought. The first one is Chaos Walking, which has been in production forever. Uh, forever. Stars <laughs> um, Daisy Ridley and mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man boy. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. Uh, Spider-Man boy. <laughs> Tom, Don't you, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, thank you. <laughs> I knew it was Tom, but I, I had Harding in my head. Uh, Tom yeah. Holland. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been stuck in production forever. And mm-hmm. it was slated to come out last year, and it doesn't have a, a release date, which is why I'm not going to pick it, because I don't think it's ever going to come out. It may never come out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my other two are Secret Garden and Artem- Artemis Fowl, and I am going to go with Artemis Fowl. For very yeah. similar reasons that I think uh, Woman in the Window is going to be bad. And that is mm-hmm. because it was originally slated to come out last year. They mm-hmm. did some test screens. It did not test well. The first trailer, people were pretty upset by. Um, even though it did things that I would like, like putting a Radiohead song in the trailer. That's how you get me on board. <laughs> but everything about this movie seems like it's just going to be a terrible adaptation of these classic books. I Yeah, I have a feeling it may have the same effect that uh, the Lightning Thief had when they adapted that. Mm-hmm. We shall see. So your bet is Artemis Fowl. I am making note on our sheet so that you can't cheat and be like, oh, no, it was actually this guy. It was actually Chaos Walking because that is the for sure going to be the That's biggest That's for sure going to flop. We are very, we are very, yeah, we are very confident of that flop. <laughs> but nobody gets points for it because we're not taking that bet. Yeah. Okay, so our next one is the Dark Horse pick. So this is uh, – what there's not there's not a ton of buzz out there about and it ends up being a huge box office so maybe something that has a smaller production that nobody isn't really on anybody's radar and kind of surprises everybody with how good it does yes and once again i am a little split between two things i want to choose you gotta pick one dude you can't you can't just pick them all i am gonna i'm gonna go for broke here okay and Mm -hmm. i am doing one that there is almost no information on and that is without remorse and without Mm -hmm. remorse is a tom clancy adaptation okay the rights were bought a long time ago when this movie or when this book came out but have not been made into a movie and it is being made and released sometime in the fall uh Mm -hmm. with michael b jordan as the lead okay yeah, this was going to be one that I talked about being surprised – or not surprised about, being excited about um, because I'm always excited to see more B- Michael B. Jordan. Um, but I worry that it's not going to come out in 2020. It seems like things are dragging on its production. It uh, is, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I is that going to be your bet? Uh, why are you telling me this, okay? <laughs> Can I have like a second one if it ends up not coming out in 2020? No, no you are disqualified from this category then. Uh, all right, I'm going to go, I'm still going to go with Without Remorse. I will okay. say the honorable mention that I have and the one I was debating with was the movie The Invisible Man, which mm-hmm. is a 
riff on the classic novel that's getting turned into a horror movie that's yeah, coming it's out got all in a these horror weeks. people behind them yeah so it's being produced by Bloomhouse Productions which mm-hmm. has like a 50/50 hit rate on whether or not it's going to be one of the most amazing horror movies ever or kind of garbage trash so yeah they've done like, a lot of stuff yeah they came out with such amazing things as like get out for example mm-hmm. which was amazing but then they also have a lot of stinkers like every single purge sequel or paranormal activity some sequel. people would say that those are amazing though so and i would disagree with those people so <laughs> uh this movie though stars elizabeth moss and the trailer mm-hmm. is really interesting I'm going to see this movie no matter what. And the only reason why I'm not picking it is because I just, I don't think a horror movie that comes out in February can beat out whatever you're I don't know. Didn't Get Out come out in February too last year? Yes, but that was an original uh, and also one of the best movies I have ever seen. So I don't think this is going to be one of the best movies I've ever seen. If Invisible Man ends up being like a huge dark horse, I'm going to laugh at you because you were so close to picking (sighs) it. No, I'm I'm sticking with uh, Without without Remorse. remorse. I think it's going to come out of nowhere. I think it's a safe pick and Michael B. Jordan is great. Okay. My pick is going to be The Witches, which comes out this October. It's based off of a Roald Dahl book, which is one of my favorites. Already a big plus. A huge plus. Um, And it's a funny, kind of creepy, imaginative tale of a seven-year-old boy who runs into a bunch of witches. And it stars Anne Hathaway, Stanley Tucci, who I love, and Octavia Spencer, and a whole cast of other people. Robert Zemeckis is doing it, oh and he's written gosh. the screenplay. Yes. So I think it's Ugh. going to be super good. I haven't heard anything about it yet, but I feel like what may be my Achilles heel is that there ends up being tons of hype about it right before it comes out uh, because it's not coming out until October. So we'll see. I think the fact that it's a rolled out book being adapted may make it fly under the radar for a lot of people. I think it's going to end up being fantastic, though. It is. Ugh, I am so excited for this, mostly yeah. because of Robert Zemeckis, but also because of Roald Dahl. And I have this on my excited about list. Uh, I didn't think just like without remorse, I was nervous that it was going to come out in 2020. That's my only fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that's coming out October 9th. It has a, a release date. Uh, I'm sorry. I missed one other person in the cast. Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock Come is on, in here guys. too. Come on. He's going <laughs> to star in this and then the people. Saw remake, yeah. which is yep. just great. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's uh, it'll be a really fun October release. I think it's coming out right at the perfect time for it to be a big hit. And it's got a great cast and great people working behind it. Yeah, this is going to be tough because I feel like when I see this movie three times, it's actually going to go against my pick. So I'm going to be actively <laughs> yeah, <I> mean. <laughs> going against it if it's good. Okay, so that means in conclusion, David's picks are Dune, Artemis Fowl, and Without Remorse. I'm just going to get rid of the invisible man from your sheet. Oh my gosh, I feel like that's going <laughs> to be a big regret if that movie's good. And my picks are Death on the Nile, Woman in the Window, and The Witches. So we'll at least have to see those six movies this year and determine uh, who wins this bet. 
All right, let's do it. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. Can I get popcorn and stuff too? If you're buying, could it just be a whole uh, movie. No movie tickets. Since you're getting the, like the super expensive 3D Dolby ones, that's all. How about you just get. like some milk duds, the ultimate movie candy. Ugh, gross! The ultimate poison. The ultimate movie candy. It's the best. I'll defend it. <laughs> No, uh, peanut M&M's all the way, you crazy person. No, you're the crazy one. All right, let's move into what we are most excited about. This is just something that this year we are pumped to see. We can't wait for it. Amanda, what is your pick? Yeah, I almost picked yours, um, mm-hmm. so I'm glad that you're talking about it. I And obviously I'm excited for Dune, but we've already talked about that. So I'm excited because there's actually a lot of YA things that I love coming out this year. Um, So I'm going to pick your flop, Artemis Fowl. I'm just excited to finally see it on screen. I loved this movie series. I loved Owen Colfer. I think he's a great writer. I think he writes very exciting things. And the story of Artemis Fowl, the very first book in the series, is an exciting one. So... I'm really hoping – I don't know <laughs> that it's going to do good, <laughs> but I'm excited about it, and I will definitely be seeing it. I and then, have but- such low hope. <laughs> I know. You have no idea. <laughs> uh, so besides Artemis Fowl, they're also making Stargirl into a movie, which is a Jerry Spinelli book. Jerry Spinelli, who I love. I read so many of his books as a kid, and Stargirl especially is a very sweet story. And The Secret Garden, which may be one of my earliest favorite movies of all time, or books of all time, and movies, actually. I love the uh, old movie adaptation of it. Uh, So I'm pretty excited to see those. I don't know if any of them will be box office stars, but I will be seeing them in my seat and reliving some of my childhood this year. Yeah, I'm really interested in the Secret Garden because I mean that's just a classic. But I saw the trailer and it just looks like a CGI fest. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. So it's got that an okay Almost cast, made my biggest so. flop. Yeah, it's and it's kind of like a quieter story. It's not a very exciting one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, I still really want to see it. I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. So my pick is going to be a TV series, actually, and mm-hmm. it is the adaptation of a bra- uh, Brave New World. So a couple reasons why I'm excited about this. One, I think USA has done like a decent job at trying to get some good television shows. Anyone who mentions the word Mr. Robot to me will get like an hour long conversation on how it's one of the best Very series quickly, ever made. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I love that show. Uh, But also it is attached to some of the writers of some uh, Black Mirror episodes, Mm -hmm. specifically like San Janapino. I butchered that, but one of the better episodes of um, Black Mirror. And I'm just excited for it. I I like that it's getting adapted into a TV series specifically because I think it's something – where people are going to want to live in the world a little bit more than a movie would give them. Yeah. I'm a little bit nervous about it because I felt the same excitement when they were adapting Fahrenheit 451, and that ended up being a pretty big flop. Oh, that was so bad. Oh, that (laughs) was one of the worst adaptations I've ever seen. So I hope this ends up being uh, a little bit – done with a little bit more finesse. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it has a really good cast behind it too. I'll probably end up watching it. Yeah, it has potential to just completely flop and not do well because I think that especially adapting 
old dystopian novels are really yeah. tough. <laughs> yes. Like a lot of people have not done a very good job at it because there's been so much teen dystopian that it feels like everything is a cliche now. Mm-hmm. But I think Brave New World might hit it. I think they're going to take a lot of artistic changes to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see how it works. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll wrap us up for today's special episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe so you can get automatically updated when new episodes come out at wherever you get your podcasts. And we're still pretty new. So if you enjoy anything we talked about in this last mini episode, please leave us a review and tell your friends. Yep. And you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We are all at Adapted Pod. I will say if you want to talk to us, Instagram's probably the best place. That's where we're yeah, most we're active. On there often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you message us, uh, you know, what adaptations you're most excited for i'd like to hear that uh, we do have we do have a list of requests and every time someone also does that request we add a little plus one to it so if multiple people all request twilight i will finally make david read twilight someone asked me to do it and i was like if god is good <laughs> never, never yeah one of our sisters was like um when are you doing twilight and basically we just have to push David into doing it because a lot I'm of people messaged me day. about it afterwards. Yeah. 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 I don't want to do it, but if you want me to do it, I'll do it. Cause you know, I'm just a sucker, you know? Yeah. I'm everybody flood, flood our, um, our inbox with peer pressure to make David read twilight. Uh, it's David it, read twilight 2020. Uh, <sighs> uh, but let us know by messaging us, or shooting us an email at stuff at adaptedpod.com. Yep. Our next episode will be on Jaws, and that will come out next Thursday. Our, our new posting schedule is every Thursday. So every other week we come out with our big episodes because they require lots of homework, including mm-hmm. reading a huge book and watching a movie and doing lots of research. Uh, and we're trying to fit in some mini episodes on our off weeks, but everything's going to start coming out on Thursdays now. Uh, so next week, tune in Thursday, Jaws, see how we rate that adaptation and, uh, join in the conversation, especially the one on forcing David to read Twilight. Okay. I want to just get to next week where we get to see sharks munching on people. Let's just go. Yeah. Okay. Let's skip to next week. Skip. Skip. (laughs) All right. See you guys. See you.